how is your relationship to your home and what does your home look like and feel like? My soul craves nature and land and freedom to be walk naked around my property and play my sound bowls as loud as I want and grow my own food and just be slow, be slow, be slow. Hello beauties, welcome back to Light Legacy with me, Rohini Elise. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I don't know if I ever told you guys why I picked Wednesday. And actually I didn't, I just picked it because Wednesday always felt good. Like when I was in high school and I had my fashion blog, The Diligent Dresser, um, I always posted on Wednesdays just because that was like my favorite day. And it seemed like, oh, a little happy thing in the middle of the week um, to get you through and that just kept on going and then I learned that Wednesday is Mercury's day and Mercury is the communication the planet of communication so Wednesday is a very on point (laughs) day for a podcast for communication so fun fact thank you for tuning in today wherever you are Maybe you're driving or commuting somewhere on the subway. Maybe you're laying in a grassy field or laying in bed. Who really knows? But wherever you are, I'm happy that you're here and that you're tuning in to today's episode. So as always, I was kind of ruminating uh, on what to talk about today. And I've been on a road trip for weeks now. Um, and I brought all my podcast stuff in my little bag, so I'm kind of in a different, like, very relaxed, flowy state, truly just been present with each day, and so calm, like, when I had my sickness, which was right before we left for the road trip, I was, like, opposite of calm, I was, my body, my mind, everything was really frantic and chaotic, and upset and just dysregulated but this whole road trip and I felt so good and so peaceful and grounded and it's just a wonderful feeling like when I sit down to meditate I'm already I'm already there you know like it's not a a a bunch of work or mental exercise to get to the place of being grounded and in gratitude like when I sit down I'm already I'm already there which is so wonderful experience but what I was thinking about since being on this road trip and being at the farm here Sage's mom's farm is home and what home is so today I'm gonna talk and muse about home and I found a really fascinating article from a Jungian um, psychologist that I wanted to read so we're gonna dive into what home means So I'll start with this article that I found by Brian Collinson, who's a Jungian psychologist. Issues of belonging, safety, and contentment have particular importance at this time of year. As August ends, the vast majority of people in our culture move back into post-summer busy season. The questions of belonging, feeling physically and psychologically safe, and feeling that we're getting enough positive experience out of our lives to meet our fundamental needs become very central at this time of year. 
And so connection to whatever we define as home becomes extremely important. In our society, so much energy goes into finding a home and making it secure in many ways. When we think about the industries involved and the amount of economic effort, it's simply staggering. In a suburban place, you can palpably feel the investment people have in their homes. This is certainly financial, but this is also, there's also a very real and powerful emotional connection. If you visit Home Depot or Lowe's on any summer weekend, you will feel the intensity of this connection almost physically. From the perspective of depth psychology, what is all of this incredible energy? What are we looking for? What is the sense of home that we all seem to need for our psychological well-being? For humans, everything starts with the symbolism of home. Life psychologically begins in the maternal womb, the model for all later homes. Many species of animals instinctively create womb-like burrows. Similarly, the first homes that human beings created for themselves tended to be very small, safe, and secure, often physically resembling wombs. Once having left the womb, humans cannot return to it. Still, the return to home, to our true home, is often symbolized in religion and mythology. In the Judeo-Christian tradition, humans are expelled from their original perfect home of paradise at the beginning, but in the end of time come to our true home, our perfect home, so it is believed. In Homer's Odyssey, the whole dramatic action centers on the titanic struggle of Ulysses to return home. And in our time, we really want womb-like security in our physical homes. There's so much energy in our society, so much anxiety that surrounds the symbolism of home. Why is that? Those same three words, belonging, safety, and contentment. In our time, despite living in an affluent culture, many feel a fundamental insecurity. This has much to do with feeling secure about the self and who we fundamentally are. Perhaps our preoccupation with real estate is actually an expression of concern for the self. Jungian stress that the house or home is often a symbol of the entire self or the personality of the dreaming individual. If we take that possible possibility seriously then, on an unconscious level, our massive preoccupation with homes and real estate might be a reflection of a great concern about our individual selves and feeling secure in our own being. Might such a concern relate to questions of our meaning, purpose, destiny, and vocation? Is our inner house on a secure foundation? <sighs> so I thought that was very just enlightening, and I love turning to Jungian psychology, depth psychology, to kind of give context or just a more um, analytical approach, I guess, to the spiritual world, <laughs> to our minds and how we operate as humans. But this topic of home um, came up for me because as I'm visiting the farm here, I was telling Sage, like, I just got so calm and so peaceful when I got here. Like, my whole nervous system just deeply, deeply relaxed. And I was already relaxed before, but arriving here and, like, just the familiarity and the beauty of the nature and all of it, my whole body, my nervous system just came to a place of peace and I was telling Sage I was like this is the longest home I've known like I first came here saw this house started hanging out here when I was 15 and now I'm almost 25 so 10 years and I never have had a home or one place to return to any longer than that the longest I've had a home is mm, I think like maybe like five years when I was really little 
And so I just kind of wanted to examine all of this in this episode, like how this is playing out in my my life, my psyche. Like, for instance, I don't know when the last time <laughs> I made it through a lease. Like, I really don't. I move, have moved every year pretty much, or maybe every two years. When I was growing up, we would move usually every year or every couple years to a new place and often not because we necessarily wanted to but because we had to because the rent was being raised or because they're going to sell it or because we needed a different place but just that like uprooting and going to a new place I think is still you know plays out and in my psyche plays out and something I've really been softening into is motherhood <laughs> motherhood and what that actually means and in a very different way than I have in the past I feel like I've always wanted to be a mom since I was little but there was this like egoic need for fulfillment like that that would be the thing you know once I'm a mom that's the thing that makes it all make sense and then I have purpose and then I have true meaning and a reason to get up each day and be able to like pour my energy into this young being that's my true meaning you know and there's nothing wrong with that necessarily but it was more of a egoic want without the depth of what it actually means to be a mom and along with that was my want and craving for a house my dream house this big house I've talked about it so much over the years on my channel and podcast like I've always wanted my dream house my dream house and I don't think that I would have actually been ready or satisfied to be in one place um before now and I think I'm actually getting ready for that now because I've been going through such a season of non-attachment and letting things go and just really like remembering what I actually need and what's important and valuable for me and, and um, surrendering a lot of the, the ego, like wanting to be seen in a certain way and wanting to be validated. There was always, you know, part of me that wanted something flashy or big and not for my own true needs or wants, but because I wanted the validation um, that would come with that. And I don't feel like that anymore. <laughs> I, I crave a beautiful home with land crave land and if if I need to live in a little shack or in a trailer while this this land is being formed and created and the ideas are coming together then like so be it but the depth like the gist of it the deepest essence of it is that I don't feel like I'm running away into this feeling anymore like the need for the want to be a mom and the want to have a home felt like a running away. It felt like an escape to somewhere better, but I don't feel like that anymore. It feels like it's just a softening. It's an arriving that's coming in perfect timing and coming slowly in a way. But it's been a big distinction for me. Like home is a place of, it's not a place to escape to. <laughs> It, which is confusing because it is like it's your oasis it's it's you know it's your place to just be but the idea of building a home like 
it needs to be built, like the article said, on, on solid ground and solid foundation. And so looking at that um, feeling based off the article, um, the, the Jungian lens, like my inner being, myself, my deepest self is much more rooted now and solid and I don't want a home because it will look good or be nice in other people's eyes um, or because society says you should have a big home or because then I'll be able to look like the Pinterest boards or whatever. Like that's not the case. And in fact, the opposite. Like I find myself wanting to share less and less online and with others. I want to share things in person. I want to create local community. I want to know my neighbors and I want to have, you know, beautiful celebrations of life on my land, bringing the people around me together and creating real community from the ground up. And no one has to know, you know, that's the difference too. It's like no one has to know that I'm doing these things. I don't feel that desire as much anymore to be acknowledged or recognized I mean, of course, there's parts of me, for sure, that want that, but it's so different. Like, I was just thinking about how I would film these, like, favorites videos on YouTube. Some of you have probably seen them. (laughs) And I just remember that, like, it's just such a trip to think about because I would need a video to film. And so I do favorites because everyone likes them, seemed to like them, and I would go around my, my big old house and collect all these little makeup things and beauty things and all these consumer things all around the house and kind of wander around and pick oh this is good this is good yeah I remember this this is good like oh I've been using this a lot kind of just go shopping in my own house and then sit down and film this video talking about these products that I like and again there's nothing wrong with that necessarily but like (laughs) zooming back what value is that providing truly is that nourishing anyone is it nourishing me? No. It's it's just felt like a, just a cycle of, of um, I don't even know. I don't want to say consumerism because, like, I still would, you know. I would share, like, a beautiful oil that I found or, like, I just got a new natural hair oil that I love. I wouldn't be opposed to in a vlog being like, hey, look at this thing. Because um, I don't want to, you know, exile any of these things in shame but just doesn't serve um the plan the purpose that I feel and I just think about I think it's maybe this is coming to mind because I'm wandering around this big house you know like I'm wandering around my home we're thinking about the Jungian analysis I'm wandering around my home collecting little makeup bits and pieces all around to then like share that to ultimately seek validation for that like, what does that reflect? How is that reflected in this Jungian lens? <laughs> so interesting to think about. I guess this also is present because of all the travel that I've been doing just in this last year, but also this road trip specifically. Like, I just have a bunch of bags that are all around me right now. A um, bunch of bags with my stuff. Like, I have a little duffel bag with some clothes. I have a bag with my toiletries. Bag with my computer stuff. I got my sound bowls and some books. And 
even this, I'm like, this is so much stuff. Like, I don't, I haven't even used all of this. I haven't worn all these clothes. Like, I didn't pack, you know, exactly correctly. I was close, but there's always a couple items I feel like whenever I pack, I never end up wearing them. But I posted on Instagram the other day, like, finding home wherever I am. And I think that to me is a marker of being ready to actually start a home. Like, I have found and felt a level of security and safety and comfort wherever I am throughout this trip, like waking up camping here and we've been sleeping in the truck and waking up in the truck and like going out to pop a squad and brushing my teeth with the hose or whatever, like, and just finding so much beauty and waking up so happy, so happy wherever I wake up. And that is a big sign for me that I'm like, okay, if if this is possible, if this is attainable, then it means that I'm not um, seeking salvation from this dream of a home. Like, I have salvation and joy and peace wherever I am. And so bringing that energy to creating a home is, like, just so abundant and beautiful. So, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but I think I just wanted to pose this question right now because I feel, again, collective energy shifting, like in the article it said, and we're not even, I mean, we're at the beginning of August, but end of August, summer's summer's winding down and people are getting back into their routines and winter's coming and all of this, like we are cyclical beings and um, I'm feeling that, like there's still a lot of fun and beauty and sun to be enjoyed, but okay, like life is starting to come into this new um, rhythm of productivity and maybe being a little more inward or not going out as much, not seeing friends as much. Like fall, I just think of coziness and staying in and creating and, and I'm amazed too at my own receptivity to this cycle like I'm like oh my god I want to start baking again like I want to bake things and I want to like nest (laughs) and just like tuck in um so I guess bringing this to the surface because I just wanted to ask you and bring this into your awareness you who's listening how is your relationship to your home And what does your home look like and feel like? And how is that reflected um, within your own psyche? Like what what cycle are you in right now? Are you transitioning and changing changing homes? Or, you know, I know a couple people who are about to go nomadic. Like what a cool, like forward-facing, I don't even know the right word. Oh, symbol? (laughs) What a cool symbol for massive expansion within the spirit and the psyche like okay so your home is now your backpack your home is the world your home is wherever your feet you know wander so that also reflects in your psyche and your soul okay i am expanding i am up for adventure i want to understand and seek new places within myself really because if you're traveling you're seeking new places and that automatically reflects um that same seekers mentality within your psyche like you know you don't go travel to stay the same 
no that's not a thing every time you travel you you expand and you change a little bit and you see the world in more colors and wider view so like for me it's really really fascinating (laughs) i've been living out of duffel bags but like very content in that and um i moved back in the sage a little bit ago but we were so busy and then we left and I was traveling that uh most of my stuff is in the garage so what does that represent and yet we both have been feeling so strongly like oh man Austin is not not feeling like home you know like we want we want land we want nature and for me it's like purely connections and the friendships are what I love about Austin but they're otherwise it's like this want this need for validation or like wanting to be something wanting to become something in Austin but that's not really what's true like I I I actually want nature my soul craves nature and land and freedom to be walk naked around my property and play my sound bowls as loud as I want and grow my own food and just be slow be slow be slow and so and yet i'm living in a place that is not slow that is not surrounded by nature that is not um free and expansive in that way i can't play my sound balls as loud as i want i can't host kirtans at my house like it's just not aligned with my deepest desires and that's okay (laughs) but I feel calm now after this road trip. I feel calm about that because I am aware of what I truly do desire and what I do want. So it feels like, okay, my psyche, my soul is coming out of a chaotic, chaotic chapter perhaps. And things are, extra things are tucked away maybe. Like this excess is not like at the forefront of my psyche you know it's tucked in the garage (laughs) um and I have a few bags and my my core truths I've been carrying with me again I'm swapping back and forth between the physical garage stuff in my garage and my actual mental (laughs) garage mental space but like the core tenants if we could think about that I have like mm, four or five bags with me they're pretty small and I've been carrying them with me everywhere and I like I I feel safe and comfortable with this and I don't feel like I need more so I have as well like four or five core tenets of life and philosophy within my own mind that I've been hanging on to and holding on to and have stuck with me so it's just so interesting hopefully this is making sense this um uh gabin gabbing that i'm doing but like reflecting this back into your own life you know just looking around like people always say state of your room or your house is the state of your mind like if it's in chaos disorder perhaps there's some chaos and disorder in your own mind if it's overly neat if it's spotless and Uh, you know a little bit stark and not a lot of life or free flow like maybe there's something 
to be reflected there within your mind as well. What is what is the reflection of your inner home look like in your outer home? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the point of this one. And again, as well, like the um, patterns of home that you've had from your childhood growing up and how that's playing out now. Like I, I um, don't have a pre-written story in my psyche of roots within a home like I feel safe and homey and loved and cared for wherever I go to visit my parents or wherever I've lived with my parents like there is home there because there is love there but being being able to return to one place and know that that is where family is and that is where home is I've not experienced that that's not my path yet (laughs) so being able to be aware of that moving forward so that I can actually like break that pattern so to say and establish a home so that when I have kids they will have a place to come back to because otherwise without doing this inner work and without seeing these patterns and naming them and working with them I would probably do something or not be able to find satisfaction with having one home I would always be looking for somewhere else somewhere else the next thing the next thing the next thing bigger better or this or that and then that pattern would replay creating some type of instability so that my kids would experience the same pattern that I experienced you know so these things quite fascinating to think about so as the seasons are shifting or beginning to shift and I'm recording this on 8-8 which is Lionsgate which is an exciting energetic opening for the collective it feels good it feels really really good it feels like august is going to be wonderful full of a lot of energy and i'm feeling that like creative fire again the leo fire but as the seasons are shifting like energy shifting in a big way i invite you to reflect on your home your inner home your outer home and it's like, like he said, it's the womb. Your home is forever searching and trying to come back to that beautiful first home that you had, the most nurturing, safe place you've ever you've ever been. The womb. So that is the exploration for today, <laughs> and I'm so excited about all of it. All of it is just feeling so wonderful and yeah i just can't wait to see (laughs) i can't wait to see what this next year will bring Mm. and of course i fantasize about creating a beautiful space to gather community have retreats and those of you listening like you are invited to the space this the intention with these places i dream of is to bring everyone together for healing and expansion and freedom and expression and So I am going to sign off. Quick little chatty episode. I hope that it sparked something within you. And as always, I'm sending you so much love wherever you are today. Just wrapping you in kindness and peace. And if you enjoyed this episode and the other episodes, please leave a review on Spotify and iTunes. Um, 
yeah, counteract the haters. <laughs> uh, comical. Okay, love you all. Talk soon. Thank you.